discipling your children and grandchildren. Glenn Keane joins us today right here on the Christian Worldview Radio program where the mission is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to share the good news that all people can be reconciled to God through faith in Jesus Christ. I'm David Wheaton, the host of the Christian Worldview, and our website is thechristianworldview.org. Well, we hope you are having a meaningful Thanksgiving weekend, thanking God for his abundant blessings on our land and your home as well. You know, as families gather together at Thanksgiving and Christmas, let's be reminded that the, the Christian call to discipleship, right in there in the Great Commission, starts with the children and grandchildren in our own homes. And Scripture is replete with exhortations to train and teach our children about God and His Word. And this aligns with our mission at the Christian Worldview. And so we like to feature programs and and guests and sound biblical resources that will help all of us raise our children and grandchildren, as it says in Ephesians 6, verse 4, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And so this weekend we'll be joined by Glenn Keane, Uh, who has animated some of the most well-known characters in Disney films, such as Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Pocahontas, Tarzan, and and Tangled. You should go online and just search for, on YouTube, for the transformation of the beast in Beauty and the Beast. And this, our guest today, Glenn Keane, was the one who did that. He was awarded the Legend Award at, uh, at Disney. He's also a follower of Christ, and he's the author and artist behind an excellent eight-book children's series entitled The Adventures of Adam Raccoon. Each book features a a parable based on Scripture and the relationship between a lion named King Aaron, who's Jesus, and a raccoon named Adam. That's us. Let's get to the first segment of the interview with Glenn Keane. Glenn, thanks so much for coming on the Christian Worldview for the first time, and I often ask first-time guests, just tell us briefly about your background how you became a follower of Christ, and what your life is like now. Oh, David, thanks for having me on the show. I, uh, I really appreciate a chance to be able to, just to share uh, my faith, which is the most important part of my life. Any believer's faith in Christ is going to become the, the shining light, the white-hot center of who you are. And that happened for me uh, when I was 20 years old, and I had started at Disney Studios in the animation studio. And um, the old guys who had done Pinocchio and Snow White and all those great classic films really had created an art form with Walt Disney. And they realized that they needed to pass it on to a new generation or it was going to die out. Some of them actually had started to to pass away. And uh, Walt had a group, what he called his nine old men named after the Supreme Court justices. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I came in and studied under those nine old men. It it was very much like a a classic uh, master-apprentice relationship. This was just an incredible gift to me as I started to learn about animation. I mean, I had been raised in a home where my dad was a cartoonist, uh, Bill Keene. He drew the family circus. Right. I'd always thought that as myself, of myself as, a, as an artist, but it wasn't until I got to Disney that I realized how far I really had to go. These masters of animation were showing me things that I just, I just really didn't believe I could actually accomplish. And 
I was growing in my skills as a, as a young artist, but at that same time, God's spirit was working on me. And suddenly I had this incredible sense of conviction, guilt in my life that I couldn't shake. And I would see everybody else walking down the hallways, the other young folks that were, you know, from around the country, around the world, really just starting to learn animation. And I see them as kind of carefree and didn't seem to be worried about anything. And, and I had this, just this heaviness on me, like this should be the most wonderful time of my life. And, and all I could think about was how do I get right with God? Hmm. What do I do with the sin in my life? And I was 20 and I had been raised Catholic and it'd been a long time since I'd been to Catholic church. And so I went to a Catholic church, not far from, from us. And I, um, went to the priest and confessed my sins and he gave me so many prayers to pray. And I did that and, you know, as a penance and, and I felt this wonderful freedom and release when I left the church. But that night in my bed, as I was laying there, I, this thought of just hit me like, well, what gives that priest the right to tell me that my sins are forgiven? And it had been so long since I'd been at a Catholic church, I no longer had my trust in the, the words of the priest or, or an institution of any sort. It was just really between me and God, and mm-hmm. I knew I could not count on anybody just telling me my sins were forgiven. It, it, I, I felt worse than I felt before now, because now I'd been to a church, and that didn't help. And I was back at work, and I was like, oh, man, it was really getting bad for me. And at that time, they split the trainees into twos. And there was this one guy who I'd been noticing who was a football player from Las Vegas, Nevada, young guy, Ron Husband, Afro-American guy. And I noticed that at lunchtime, instead of hanging out in the clique with all the other you know, newbies who were all trying to impress each other with how much we all knew about animation. And I'd see this one guy sitting on the park bench reading his Bible. Hmm. And I'd never seen anybody reading the Bible before. And so when we got split into twos, by God's providence, I was put in the room with Ron. And uh, so I, I asked him, how do I know that I can be right with God? How do I know that I can be forgiven? And I told him a little bit what was going on in my life. And he said, well, I've just spent the last year is with the Jehovah's Witnesses, but I'm realizing that they're not right. They, they're telling me that it's all about working your way and you've got to be good enough. And, but when I'm reading the Bible, and that's what he'd been doing, just reading the Bible, discovering, he said that salvation is by grace. And, and look here, and he showed me John 3.16, that I cannot work my way into heaven. This is a gift from Christ that he died for your sins. And so he said he gave me a little Gideon's Bible uh, that he had taken from somewhere. I don't know, but it was a little green Gideon's. And so I remember taking that and at lunch, walking across the street from Disney Studios, buying uh, Jumbo Jack at the Jack in the Box and walking back across the crosswalk, reading John 3.16. And I, 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 
David, it was just amazing to me how reading, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but hath everlasting life. As I read those words, I, I suddenly just realized that I could believe in this. Mm-hmm. I could believe those words. I could believe in Jesus. And it was, it was so strange to suddenly feel that there was faith, something to apply to those words. I'd heard those words before. I'd heard of the Christ that died for my sins, but it was like throwing a racquetball off of a concrete wall. It just bounced off, and it didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. But this time, I, I believed. And, I mean, I went across the street to get a hamburger, and I came back with Christ. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was, it changed my life. I, then Ron and I started a uh, Christian fellowship along with another guy, Danny Ortiz, at uh, Disney. And uh, for, for all the years that I was at Disney, that fellowship has continued. And um, Ron continues to be my closest friend, and... That's really where I came to know the Lord. Oh, that is a powerful testimony to to God's sovereignty, really, in your life, just leading you in a direction, even putting that conviction in you that, you know, I'm a sinner. How do I be right with God? You know, you think, why don't other people think that? And that's just the Spirit in your life convicting you of sin, which is so necessary and so important. Ultimately, if we're born again, we're saved. What are we being saved from? You have to realize just how much your life has been offensive to God with your sins. So thank you for sharing that. Glenn Keane with us today here on the Christian World View radio program, uh, the author and artist of The Adventures of Adam Raccoon and, and many other animation uh, films and so forth. Let's get into The Adventures of Adam Raccoon. This is an eight-book series uh, written in parables uh, with two main characters, King Aaron and Adam Raccoon, and a number of other characters which we'll get into, but I just want to read a a little preview that you have in the books. You say, The Master's Wood is a place of natural beauty with streams, waterfalls, flowering meadows, and groves of trees. It is also a wild and untamed land where wolves and dangers abound. Fortunately, King Aaron watches over and protects Adam Raccoon and his friends who love to play and explore every corner in Master's Wood. So, Glenn, we're talking about discipling your children and grandchildren today. You've done you know, many things in your career, but The Adventures of Adam Raccoon, this, this series, what was the, the genesis and purpose behind creating this? When I, when I became a believer at Disney, I had a voracious appetite, and I still do, it's even more so now than even then for reading and studying God's Word. I remember at that time thinking it was so exciting just to be reading the Bible and discovering the truths in Scripture, the Holy Spirit and um, spiritual gifts and so many things. And I remember at one point suddenly horrified to the thought that, oh no, what's going to happen when I, I know all that's in the Bible. What am I going to do? I mean, this is, this is such a joy. I had no idea that it was an unending wellspring of truth and counsel and encouragement and literally God's love pouring, 
pouring out that will never end. And this is this is how that's been for me ever since you know I was 20 years old. I'm 63 years old now. So as I was reading the Bible at break time, whatever, and then I'd go back to the animating. This was on the film Rescuers, the first movie I worked on. And I'd be animating this little character, Penny, and Bernard, this little mouse. And and it all seemed so shallow compared to what I was reading in Scripture. And I thought, what does our eternal life have to do with this Disney entertainment? And I don't know. I just felt like, Lord, you must have called me for something greater than this, some way of, of applying these truths. At that time, I talked to my pastor and said, you know, I, I think I'd like to quit. I'd like to quit Disney and go to seminary. And the pastor said, well, you know, Glenn, secretly, I've always kind of wished that I had been a lawyer and not a pastor in some way, though God called me to be a pastor. But when I talk about my faith, people just hear a pastor talking about his faith, and so they turn on their church ears, and they don't really listen many times. But God has you in a place where you have a purpose to be there. I think you really need to stay right where you are. Interesting. So I listened to him, and I I did. I stayed there. But I looked for some opportunity to, to use my gifts for serving him, Okay, we'll take our first break today on The Christian Worldview. Much more coming up with Glenn Keane, uh, artist and animator, on discipling your children and grandchildren. Important topic today here on The Christian Worldview. But there was something to that singular moment of the posting of the 95 Theses that not only changed church history, this changed world history for the centuries to come. This was the man that God used to recapture the gospel. He restored the Word of God, the Bible, to the center of Christian life and worship. But most significantly of all, he recovered the truth that a person's justification in the eyes of God comes by grace alone, through faith alone. The Martin Luther documentary film DVD is 91 minutes and normally retails for $19.95 without shipping. For a limited time, you can order a copy for a donation of any amount. Go to thechristianworldview.org or call 1-888-646-2233 or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. Thank you for joining us today on the Christian Worldview radio program. I'm David Wheaton, the host, and our website, as always, is thechristianworldview.org. Our topic is discipling your children and grandchildren. And I said before the end of the break there, that's an important topic, and I'm not sure if there can be a more important topic than your own salvation and sanctification in your own life, and then the discipling process of sharing what you have been given by God to others, and right there in your own home with your children and your grandchildren. We thought this would be a good time of year to do this with Thanksgiving and Christmas. Families start to gather together this time of year. And so uh, just some reminders and some encouragements today to to take that that call seriously to disciple your children and grandchildren. So that's where we're featuring Glenn Keane today in the program. He is a award-winning Disney animator. He was with Disney, Disney for almost 40 years. 
Uh, he created many of the, the characters. If you've seen Disney films like Ariel and Little Mermaid, he's a supervising animator in many of their really well-known films, uh, Beauty and the Beast and Pocahontas and Tarzan and all the different, Aladdin um, has a, had a very uh, distinguished career there. He mentioned, interestingly, his, his father was the creator of the, is the creator of the family circus. So it kind of goes in the family. But in the first segment, if you just joined us, he talked about how he became a follower of Christ in his early 20s when he was at Disney. He said he walked across the street to, to get a hamburger, a jack-in-the-box, and read John 3, 16. He came back with Jesus Christ as his Savior and Lord. What, what an amazing story. And then he's talking about the, the, the next uh, question was, about how did he get involved in doing this Adam Raccoon series? Because this, this wasn't his career, so to speak, at Disney. This is something he did in the side, this, this eight-book series, which we're going to discuss today, which is a, a Christian children's book series. And uh, so let's continue uh, with the interview. As he talks about after salvation, he was questioning whether uh, it'd be better to leave Disney and go into to full-time ministry. And he was talking with his pastor about that. So let's get back to the interview with Glenn Keane. But God has you in a place where you have a purpose to be there. I think you really need to stay right where you you are. Interesting. So I listened to him, and I, I did. I stayed there. But I looked for some opportunity to, to use my gifts for serving him. The first one came from junior church, where I started teaching the kids and this opportunity came up for daily vacation Bible school, and and I knew that I was I signed up for that, and I was going to talk to the kids. And if I'm going to say anything about my faith and teach these kids, it's got to be John 3:16 first. So I came up with this idea of of a world that would be like Master's Woods, uh, via woods, and there would be a lion who is Christ, and there's a, a raccoon which just is a playful little character that's very mischievous, getting himself into trouble. That'll be like us. And there's a stream that's called Forever Falls, and it's it's representing life and and death at the end of life and, and how Christ was, was going to have to save Adam Raccoon, who at some point is going to disobey the king and dive into this river of life. And, and I had the whole thing worked out in my head by the time I got home. Mm. And that morning I drew that story up, which is... Forever Falls, the mm. first book in the series of Adam Raccoon. And that matter of fact, that week, all those stories came out, uh, at least the first uh, three or four stories all came out of that week. So, But I didn't know I was going to do children's books with them. I just had all these stories, and over the next probably 10 years, I just kept gathering stories in my closet at home. And finally, one day I realized, you know, I got to do something with these, and I and I quit Disney after ten years to do these Adam Raccoon stories at home. Glenn Keane again with us today in the Christian Realview, the the author and artist behind uh, this series, the Adventures of Adam Raccoon. Glenn, you mentioned the, the books, the eight of them, that they're in a series. There's a progression here. You start in, with Adam with Forever Falls. Uh, that has to deal with salvation. You mentioned John three sixteen, and you know where there's the the sign and that King Aaron puts up, uh, no swimming, and Adam disobeys, and then at the end, King Aaron saves uh, Adam. Uh, so there's the, the the essence of salvation there in that book. And then book two is called Lost Woods. That's about following Christ. Uh, book three is the Circus Master, 
that's on repentance and forgiveness, sort of following the, 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 the story of the prodigal son, uh, where Adam goes off to the circus, he gets used, and bad things happen to him, he, he repents, and then Aaron forgives him. And book four is the flying machine. That's about the Bible in life, uh, where Adam makes a flying machine, but he doesn't follow the instructions and tries to do it his own way. In other words, he doesn't follow the Bible in life. Uh, book five is The Mighty Giant. That's about witnessing or sharing the faith with others. Book six is The King's Big Dinner. Um, that's about love, reaching out to those uh, around us, like the wedding feast in Scripture, inviting the quote-unquote VIPs of life who don't come, but the, the poor and those on the roadside do end up coming. And book seven is The Race to Victory Mountain. That's on perseverance, staying in the narrow way and enduring. And then the final book is called Bully Garumph. Uh, he was a kind of a bully in this in this story, and it's about loving your enemies even when they treat us badly. So there's a whole progression there to this series. What is the overarching message you are trying to get across to children? Well, we are really struggling in a spiritual battle. The the challenge is to get kids to understand to understand that kids do understand spiritual truth in a very pure, simple, clean way, not too encumbered with all the trappings of being an adult. To live in the world means you're, you are constantly up against a spiritual uh, river, a dark one that's moving against you. And parents, grandparents have this incredible calling by God, vital calling, to support those little ones. It's their simple faith, that, that simple belief, like we believe in God. Nothing can stand against that. Right. That, that's this incredible gift that we can give our children, our grandchildren, just by sharing our faith because they're so hungry for it, their hearts just ignite with it. I, I see my, the role of being a grandparent as a fascinating one to me because now when I model what being a grandparent is to our four little ones, when my wife and I model that for them, I realize that what we're doing is projecting ourselves far into the future because the next time our grandkids model what it means to be a grandparent will be to their grandkids mm -hmm. far down into the future. They will be specifically thinking of us and, and the things that we, we talked about, about our faith, and they'll be saying that to their grandkids. And that's, that's constantly my prayer is that I know that God desires godly offspring. And so it's, it's daily my prayer for each one of them, that he protect them. I pray for their husband and wife out there in the world, for their grandkids, for their children to come and their grandkids to come. That's a daily prayer that I want to be part of that plan that God is, is working out right now. Yeah. Again, Glenn Keane with us today in the Christian Worldview, talking about discipling your children and grandchildren. I just recently heard a pastor say, you know, you're, for a parent or your, your grandparent, your, your primary discipling and evangelism call is to your own children. It's easy to look out there in the world and think of all the people we want to reach and so forth. Well, the people right in your home, those those children and grandchildren, that's the primary call for discipleship. So 
what do you think about as, as you look back on your own childhood when you grew up in the culture you were raised in and comparing that with today's culture how would you say there are some different discipling challenges to raising children today than it was back when you were growing up well in some ways i think i would rather be raising kids today because the contrast is extreme back when i was a kid to be an american was synonymous with being a christian in some way it was easy to think that uh, and as i said i was raised catholic but i was very aware of of god as a as a judge uh, someone who was aware of me and my my obedience my sin i mean i knew that I just didn't understand Christ's role in, in my life in that, in that sense. But the temptations around me were, it was very vague what the difference was between a Christian and non-Christian. I, I didn't see it clearly at all. Now, I sense a real need to, to pray that you cannot be on the fence in any way. You need to to have that quiet moment, to be with your little ones at bedtime, to be able to pray with them at dinner, at breakfast, lunch, to be able to talk about God's provision. The influence of entertainment is so pervasive. It's everywhere. And it's, everything is competing for their minds. Okay, before we take our next break and get back to the interview with Glenn Keane about the adventures of Adam Raccoon and discipling your children and grandchildren, I want to make sure you know that we are offering this really great resource, this eight-book series, The Adventures of Adam Raccoon, through the end of the year. Um, you can get it in multiple ways. You can order uh, one book, the first book in the series, for a donation of any amount to the Christian Worldview. Or if you want to order all eight, we're going to do all eight for a donation of $80 or more. The regular retail for the whole series is $103 or almost $104. They're all hardcover, fully illustrated, color books, beautiful books. Or you can just buy any book in the whole series. So lots of options for you to do. You can order them at thechristianrealview.org. Or you can go to you can call us at one 646 2233 That's 1-888-646. 646-2233 or write to us at box 401 Excelsior, Minnesota 55331 More coming up after this Be sure to take advantage of two free resources that will keep you informed and sharpen your worldview The first is the Christian Worldview Weekly Email, which comes to your inbox each Friday it contains a preview of the upcoming radio program, along with need-to-read articles, featured resources, special events, and audio of the previous program. The second is the Christian Worldview Annual Print Letter, which is delivered to your mailbox in November. It contains a year-end letter from host David Wheaton and a listing of our store items, including DVDs, books, children's materials, and more. You can sign up for the weekly email and annual print letter by visiting thechristianworldview.org or calling 1-888-646-2233. Your email and mailing address will never be shared, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Call 1-888-646-2233, or visit thechristianworldview.org.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Christian Worldview Radio program. And uh, thanks for joining us this weekend as we talk about discipling your children and grandchildren. We have a great resource to help you do that here at Thanksgiving through the end of the year into Christmas, The Adventures of Adam Raccoon uh, by legendary Disney animator uh, Glenn Keane has written this eight-book series. And we're going to tell you how you can you get it. You can get them through our website, thechristianworldview.org, or just call us in our office at one 646 2233 You can get one for a donation of any amount. You can get the whole set of eight for a really great price, $80 or more. They regularly retail for $104. But I'll tell you more about that. We have one more segment to get to with Glenn, where he's talking about the importance of discipling our children and grandchildren. Let's get back to the interview. God has put a childlike ability to learn and to see in a child. There is a, this, this wonder. Well, if you ask a child, you know, to play make-believe, they can actually make themselves believe something that they can't see. There's this natural bent towards helping children understand that though God can't be seen, He is real. Mm-hmm. It's in such contrast to entertainment that is all visual and everything is out there competing for their attention, but in some ways that that just creates a greater thirst for the most sincere words of faith of, of a grandparent that they can look into your eyes and that they know that you believe, or as a parent, they, they can see that you believe what others around them are not saying. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know, there's this wonderful bond that, that happens between parent and child and grandparent and, and grandchild that that's an incredible sense of strength and camaraderie and belonging that children really, really need. And there's something about that that makes the power of the church much more vital and active and the impact that our, our little ones can have in their, their life is going to have more relevance, more power, more impact than we can imagine for ourselves. I think it's just increasing. That's why I, I'm more excited about having kids today and yeah. grandkids today than, than before. That's a very interesting answer to say that the fact that society is flipped, there's an increasingly secular society all around us, and that it's actually easier to see the difference between following God and, and following the world's way today and, and to model that and to sh- try to shape our, our kids to understand that. We have a son, a four-and-a-half-year-old son, who, who reads, or he doesn't read, we read to him at this point, the, the Adam Raccoon series, and he just gets immersed and just loves the stories and the, the lessons that are taught here. It's just day by day a shaping of that life and directing in him toward the things of God. Again, Glenn Keane with us today on The Christian Worldview, talking about uh, discipling your children and grandchildren. He's the author and artist of the book series we're discussing, The Adventures of Adam Raccoon. What age range uh, is the Adam Raccoon series for, and how do you recommend parents use them with their children? Okay, I know that there's age ranges to books now. I, I liked it better when there wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I like C.S. Lewis. Somebody asked him, how do you write books for children? And he said, he, he doesn't. 
He doesn't write books for children. He he writes the stories that he loves and children relate to them. Uh, I, I'm very much the same way. I didn't write the books just for kids. I, I wrote them for uh, for everyone. I'm not sure what the age range actually is on the book. It's probably something like from three or four year old up to eight or seven or I like the idea that at each stage they are an avenue for a parent to be talking about who is King Aaron like? He's like Jesus. Who's Adam like? He's like me. Why? Well sometimes Adam gets in trouble. Now, who helps him? King Aaron. Okay, well that's a that's like Jesus and the way he helps helps you. He helps all of us. He helps mommy and daddy. These are very, very simple little stories. And maybe a little kid at three or two year old doesn't even make it through to the end of the book, but enough to see an image of a lion and a raccoon and that he can relate Mm -hmm. to them. And then it grows to the point where you're actually telling the story and they're asking questions at the end of it. Anytime you're reading a story to a child, it's an opportunity to talk about what do we learn from that? I think it's very important for the parents to take a moment to explain what that story is like and, and introduce a story about Christ and apply it to them. It gives the parent a, a chance to apply Scripture because the Adam Raccoon stories are an open door to the Bible. You have a parable there that opens spiritual truth to, to a child. Then as the kids get older, like my granddaughter Matisse, she can read the stories herself, and she can read them to her little cousin, and it's now led to her to where we got her a children's Bible, and she's read through that. And it's a way of, of giving you that moment of quiet moment where there's no TV going, and it's just you sitting on the couch, and there is physical warmth. you got your arms around them. I've got four of them sitting around me as I'm mm-hmm. reading these these stories to them, they know I wrote them, but they don't. That, that's not important to them. These mm-hmm. characters are real to them, and it's always the moment at the end of it to be able to talk about Jesus. That that I just take advantage of that. Yeah, that's a great scene of a grandparent or parent on a couch with their arm around their child, and uh, the TV off, and the internet off, and just uh, reading through these books together. No entertainment can compete with that. Right. That's exactly right. It's a very special time. I've enjoyed it uh, with my own son. I, th- I thank you for creating these books, e- even just for that purpose. Glenn Keane again with us today in the Christian Worldview. So the final question for you today is, you talked about the first book in the series, Forever Falls. Choose one of the other ones, just any one you'd like, that somehow has a special meaning to you and why that particular story has, has special meaning. Well, I guess I would have to say the flying machine to me, because Adam wants to do the impossible. He wants to fly, and raccoons don't fly. (laughs) And he and his little friend Sam, this little bird, they build this crazy little glider that ends up falling, and King Aaron catches him, and and Adam really wishes he could fly. And King Aaron says, you know, I've got something special for you follow me, and he takes him up to this hilltop where it's this cave of wonderful treasures, and he brings out from the storehouse this huge crate and gives him this instruction book 
to put it together with. And not only just the book, but gives him a little turtle, a friend named Ernest, to help explain the book to him. So Adam opens up the crate, and it's filled with all of these parts and pieces. And as he starts putting them together, he realizes this is going to be really difficult. And just then a goat comes walking in, a professor, the professor, and he sees Adam is struggling. He says, well, no wonder you're having a hard time. You're doing things the old-fashioned way as he tosses out the instruction book. And he says, now it's the new way. Whatever feels right to you. You just put pieces together. Whatever feels right is going to work out just fine. Mm -hmm. Adam does, and King Aaron comes along, and Adam is standing on this crazy contraption that he's put together with all the pieces, and King Aaron trying to tell Adam this is dangerous, but Adam hops in the flying machine and it crashes through the woods and goes out of control and Adam ends up falling to the ground and and, uh, King Aaron catches him and gives him one more chance and Adam goes back to put it together the way King Aaron told him. And it's better than anything he ever imagined as Adam and Ernest and Sam give this wonderful air show for all the other animals in Masters Woods. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's it's so much a, a picture of my, personally, my own love for scripture and a, opening up my life and allowing God to get his hands into the gears of my soul and set me straight. I realize how out of alignment my wheels are. I just naturally will, will veer off to the side of the road. I just won't, I just don't naturally have aligned wheels Mm. and it's scripture that straightens my path so i can i can move down the path that god has for me but boy that i i need i need his word each day to do that Uh, and that's what this this that story is an illustration of well so do i i will concur with that and uh, thank you for for sharing that and uh, that's not only for children who need God's Word to direct their paths, but uh, every adult listening today need the Word of God. Uh, believers need it to be directed, and unbelievers need it to come to saving faith. And Glenn, we appreciate your coming on The Christian Real View. Thank you so much for sharing how God saved you, and also thank you for the willingness to be used by God to to use the skills He gave you to produce these, these parables, these stories, this eight-book series called Adam Raccoon, and uh, the impact uh, it has, uh, not only in the children who it's read to and who read it themselves, but the, the parents and grandparents who are reading these stories, too. So thank you so much for coming on, and all of God's best and grace to you. Thank you so much, David. I sure hope the listeners get a chance to take a look at these Adam Raccoon stories and open up the uh, the possibilities for their kids to learn about Christ and themselves by seeing what happens within those stories. That's certainly been my prayer in making all of them. That was Glenn Keane, everyone, the animator and artist uh, for Disney and also behind the books we're talking about today, The Adventures of Adam Raccoon. We have all of them. This is our end-of-the-year special offer. You can get the entire eight-book series for a donation of $80 or more, or you can get just the first one for a donation of any amount, or you can just buy them individually as well. They're all on our website, thechristianworldview.org, or just give us a call at our office at one 646 More coming up next. If you weren't able to attend the Christian Worldview Conference, 
The good news is that you can order the video DVDs or audio CDs. Both contain all four messages at the conference, Soren Kern on World Events, Islam and the Clash of Civilizations, Part 1 and 2, Pastor Troy Dobbs and the Reformation and Justification by Faith, and my message, The Reformation and the Authority of Scripture. The DVDs also contain the slides that accompany the messages. The price is $25 for the DVDs and $20 for the CDs. Be impacted by this special event as you watch or listen with your family or friends. To order, go to thechristianworldview.org or call 1-888-646-2233 or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's one 646 or thechristianworldview.org. Thanks for joining us today on the Christian Worldview radio program. If you missed any of the interview with Glenn Keane, you can always go to our website, thechristianworldview.org. The show will be posted usually by Saturday evenings. Again, the program always airs live on Saturday mornings at 8 to 9 a.m. Central Time. And you can always hear it on our website at thechristianworldview.org. Okay, so just some... um, thoughts on this topic today of discipling your children and grandchildren. And I'll, I'll tell you how you can get the Adam Raccoon series before the end of the program today as well, in case you didn't get some of the contact information down. But just a few summary thoughts on discipling your children and grandchildren. Number one, it, it's easier to to speak to, to disciple in some ways, to volunteer at church, uh, disciple other children outside our own family. Isn't that ironic? It's easier to do that or expect the church or Christian schools to disciple our children. And you think, well, why would that be the case? Well, because the the exhortations, the commands in Scripture to disciple our children from Deuteronomy 6, from Ephesians 6, from Proverbs 6, there's always a six of them that helps you remember those key passages on discipling children, that takes lots of time and lots of energy. You know, it's not as difficult to go to to speak to a group for 45 minutes or to drive our kids to, to school or to church and, you know, put them off to the, the youth group at church. That that's, that's, that's fairly easy. Just drop them off. But to do what it says in Deuteronomy 6, these words, Moses says, um, uh, no, uh, God says to Moses, these words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. And then the first thing he's, the first thing God says is look at the first thing you're supposed to do with the words that God's giving Moses. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. In other words, you know, when you talk of them when you sit down in your house, and when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise, I mean, this is a constant, constant call. This isn't one hour on Sunday. Uh, to disciple your children. So it takes lots of time and lots of energy. That's why it's hard. Um, it also, the second reason that it's it's easier to kind of drop them off or to speak to someone else is because when we're with our children, they need to see, we have to have an authentic relationship with with God ourselves. You know, that, that's critical. I mean, we can go over to church and speak to kids or do something else to drop them off. That doesn't require anything from us. And th- that's why it's it's profoundly important that we 
live out what we say we believe ourselves, that we have a authentic relationship and walk with Christ ourselves, and then take do the hard work, uh, the enjoyable work, but the hard work of taking the time and energy uh, to disciple and our children and grandchildren. Point two, uh, God delivered his word to us in a book. And I think there's something significant to that. He doesn't give us divine revelation, doesn't speak from the clouds. Uh, he didn't give us a DVD, although, you know, DVDs aren't bad. We've, we've had the, um, the Theo video series, which we just think very, very highly of last summer. It's just so good. We'd recommend that as a great resource. And this Adam Raccoon series in book form would be an excellent complement to that. But there's a special connection, as Glenn said today, uh, when you are, when a child is sitting under a parent's arm on a couch and no, no TV's on, it's just both of you looking at a book and reading through it, reading the same thing, and the child's looking at the images and getting, getting inspired by the story. And there's something very powerful about that. So I think there's something powerful about a book and, and, um, you know, reading the Bible, of course, to your children is is very key. is is more key than anything else. And I I actually, you know, some people aren't so much in favor of children's Bibles with illustrations, but I I think they're a good thing. I think they, especially for younger kids, they capture that attention. They they condense the stories a little bit, and the kids get a gist of what those those biblical stories are about. They start to learn the key characters in Scripture, and it keeps their attention. And you can move into just a regular Bible, and when you sense they're ready for that. Uh, at, at the right time in their life. And, and point three, I'll say, uh, on discipling your children and grandchildren is this, that children understand and remember far more than adults. And just take advantage of this critical sponge age, you know, whether it's you know, from two or three, you know, all the way up to 10 years old or something. That's what these, these books are really targeting, I think. Um, establish those daily routines of, of Bible reading, um, it doesn't need to be half hour long, just, just daily routine, you know, after breakfast, maybe after dinner, uh, reading the Bible, uh, memorizing a, a passage or two of scripture, maybe singing a hymn, uh, reading these books or the Adam Raccoon series, maybe watching a Theo video. Um, this doesn't guarantee, there's no formula here for raising a child who's going to love Christ and be on fire for the Lord when they get older, but it certainly probably won't happen if you don't do some of these daily disciplines that you would do in your own life as a believer as well. But we need to help our children start them out in the right way and help them do them and then do them for themselves. And you know, and this is why we feature, you know, children's resources. You know, the Christian worldview, we talk about a lot of geopolitical topics, things going on in the church and faith and cultural issues and so forth. But if you notice we come back to the topic of discipling children and grandchildren, um, you know, not, not all the time, but regularly, a couple times a year at least, because we think it's so such a primary call. And you know, ultimately, the children are our future. And this, is, and this is a big call for us as believers, is to raise our children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Ephesians 6, 4, fathers, or by extension, parents, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This is a major call. And so that's why we feature and do programs like this to get these resources. We carefully um, select these resources. There's lots of books, Christian books and stuff out there, and 
but we really want to find the ones that we believe are going to have the biggest impact or sound biblically. And these are incredible books of storytelling, artwork. Each of them is about 48 color-illustrated pages by Glenn Keane, a Disney animator. Uh, they're all hardcover. It's an eight-book series. They normally retail for $104. It's basically $12.99 per book. And so through the end of the year, we want to make this available to you um, for a donation of $80 or more um, for the entire series of Adam Raccoon. Or if you just want to try it for the first time, just you can get the first one, which is Forever Falls, for a donation of any amount to the Christian Realview. They typically, again, retail for $12.99 plus shipping. Or you can just go to our website and or call us and just select any book you want from the series and just buy it. And we have them at a discount too, $12 per book. So this is a great thing. We highly recommend this. You know, most kids have enough toys. We know that. Go into someone's house and look at all the toys they have. Give them something meaningful this Christmas, something that they can be discipled with and brought along in the faith. And this Adam Raccoon series would be excellent to do that. Again, just go to our website, thechristianrealview.org. Call us in our office, one 646 2233. That's 1-888-646-2233. Or just write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. And all those contact information is repeated right after the program. You know, we do, do live in a, a changing and challenging world, but we are called to disciple our children and grandchildren in the faith because Jesus Christ and his word, they are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Have a great weekend, everyone. We hope today's broadcast turned your heart toward God, His Word, and His Son. To order a CD copy of today's program or sign up for our free weekly email or to find out how you can be reconciled to God through Jesus Christ, go to our website, thechristianworldview.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233. The Christian Worldview is a weekly one-hour radio program that is furnished by the Overcomer Foundation and is supported by listeners and sponsors. Request one of our current resources with your donation of any amount. Go to thechristianworldview.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233 or write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. Thanks for listening to The Christian Worldview. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly.